threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Hey, what's up, buddy? Not much. Yeah. Feeling older. Are you? Feeling yeah, a man. lot older. He uh, had a birthday yesterday, and so uh, happy <laughs> birthday. Yeah, thank you. Was it a good one? It was all right. It's just a normal everyday. Just normal everyday Didn't birthday. have anything special. Nothing so. special, huh? Gosh dang. My wife did some nice little things. Yeah, that's nice. But that's it's always good. It was busy at work, and yeah. it just wasn't, it's not fun anymore. No, it you don't. Definitely it's like, man, it's another day, another but day. you kind of want it to be different, but yeah. it's not. It's not really. Yeah. You're walking around all day like, it's my birthday. Yeah, you're like, I don't even care it's my birthday. And then yeah. you're like, it didn't, wasn't the greatest birthday. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, the day after, you get to do a podcast. So yeah. That's something. So that made it. First made... podcast at 42? How yeah. old are you? Yeah, I'm on my way to 43. So 40, 42. 42 in a day. 42 in a day. Whew, man. Completed my 42. Second year of life. Yeah. I'm on my 43rd Good now. Good job, buddy. So You did it well. You Thank know you. What I mean? You did it well. I thought so. Um, but what do we got today for the show that well, we're doing? Um, <laughs> you know? I don't know. I'm sure you're excited about this one. <laughs> Weird and unexplained sounds. <laughs> yeah. In the age of 42, uh-huh. it's happening a lot. All so we're like... Why yeah. don't we just talk about some weird... What if we and both record the weird sounds that are emanating <laughs> from our bodies, and then we talk about them? Seriously. No, that's not That's not what we're... It's not body sounds. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah, I remember, like, back in the day dating, you could lay on a couch. Now, oh when you gosh. lay with your wife, it's like, is that your stomach, or what is that? <laughs> my, your throat's like, so what? Like, yeah. I, my stomach used to make so many noises back yeah. in the day. It's less so now, which is weird. Really? But, yeah, yeah mine's, mine's noisier now. But yeah, I always, that always used to be the worst. It'd be quiet in the room. You'd be like trying to make noise. Your stomach's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yep. Good times. But no, we're not talking about stomach sounds. No, we're going to talk about a bunch of other sounds. Yes. Some, the first little part, we'll talk about just some natural weird sounds. And then sure. we're going to talk about some unexplained, like. What is this? Some of them have some definition, or they've, they've kind of discovered what mm-hmm. they are, but I don't know. Some of them, I'm not convinced that it's what yeah. they think it is. And some of them, I'm like, why do we care about yeah. this weird sound? We're figu- we figure you know I mean? you're listening. Yeah. So this is a perfect time <laughs> yeah. to just listen to sounds. Yeah, turn up those headphones. Yeah, you're going to like You know what these. I mean? Turn some it of them up. are really creepy, though. Yeah, some of them are, some of them are really annoying. <laughs> and are. and sometimes it's going to be yeah, hard. Yeah, you might puke. Hard to control the volume. You might get dizzy yeah. during some of these. Yeah, so just FYI, be careful with your audio here for a bit. Because <laughs> it's hard to control all of yeah. this. So good it's luck. True. It's true. But before we do that. Yeah. I want to tell you about something that's super important to all preppers. Okay. And even just regular everyday people. Mm. There needs to be an amount of self-reliant medical care that you need to learn. You're right. I really think that's a big deal because you can't just run to the hospital all the time. No, you can't. Well, you do right now, most people, but <laughs> yeah. this will train you. This book is called The Prepper's Medical Handbook, and it's by noted wilderness medicine expert and survivalist William W. Forgey. So, you know, it's going to help campers, hikers, preppers, mm. all those. Mm-hmm. And the dude knows what he's talking about. Um, the thing I like about the book is it provides the basis of prevention, identification, and long-term management of survivable medical conditions. You can learn these things. It's pretty amazing yeah. what books do for you. Yeah, they're wonderful. <laughs> but it has a really um, easy way of breaking down like medical treatment, what medicines you need, how to build your own fact. 
It's a great book and it's easy to just get today. Go to Amazon.com and pick up a copy, add it to your prepper library or just, you know, whatever library you're building. It's a really good one. Yeah. So I like it. Go man. get it. Go get it. Yeah. So weird or unexplained sounds. Um, there's a lot of different stuff out there that's pretty odd and weird that we've recorded on this earth, this planet. Um, and some of these are unexplained. Some of them are natural and we kind of think we have an explanation for them. Some of them come from space. I mean, there's so much weird stuff we have. Going very on weird. Today, very weird. Right. So, um, let's start. Sorry. Thanks for starting that for me. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> fine. I, I saw you over there doing something else. <laughs> keep freaking getting texts from work. Um, so yeah, uh, I figured we'd start out with some of those weird space noises just because like, I just find them pretty fascinating I do too, and they're yeah. kind of creepy. Yeah. So this one's called deep noise. Yeah. And that is real deep. <laughs> so in March 2016, from the deepest spot on Earth, this one's actually not from space. This one is from, yeah. This one was captured in the Marinara Trench. Yeah. Get, get out your mozzarella sticks. <laughs> What's at the bottom of the Marinara Trench? Yeah, the crust. The crust, baby. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, so they sent a titanium encased microphone all the way down. Gosh, um, I wish we had one of those. Me too. For the sounds podcast. Amazing. <laughs> sounds amazing. Titanium. Guess what? This has been the bottom of the Marinara yeah. Trench. Marinara Trench. So yeah, uh, didn't they just send, didn't Chinese just make a submarine go all the way to the bottom with people in it? I don't know. Bottom of the probably um, Mariana Trench. Yeah. So the uh, anyways, this this um, special microphone was mm-hmm. able to withstand the pressures. And they submerged it 11 miles deep for 23 days. Good just, gracious. I bet you they lost it. And they're like, we just left it down there 23 <laughs> well, We days. figured 23 days was enough. They finally found it. Oh, there <laughs> it is. It's like one that goes on your jacket. <laughs> yeah. It's been down there for... I don't know. But, I don't know. So um, it picked up all kinds of different sounds. They thought it would be fairly silent down mm-hmm. there because it's so deep and so much pressure. But they picked up boats, submarines, construction projects... Maybe even aliens. So yeah. let's hear it. Let's hear what the sounds are in the deepest part of the earth. Here we go. This one might be interesting. Let's see how it goes. So that one's pretty short, but that's... That was it? Yeah, it is pretty that's short. The that's the right. noise. That's the it deep noise. It sounds like a whale. It kind of does. It's like Star Trek. Yeah, Remember, what was the second one? Or <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Can't remember what that one was. Yeah, but that is the deep noise. But yeah, they 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 were detecting all kinds of different like normal everyday sounds clear mm-hmm. down there. So pretty yeah. fascinating. Pretty cool. This one I think is really eerie sounding. Um, so oh, the yeah. Northern Lights, never mm-hmm. seen them, but I really Aurora want to. Borealis. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> Aurora. Um, Charles Haggard, he's Maltese. <laughs> Northern Lights. You mean my porch light? That little penguin's called Aurora. That one's Borealis. <laughs> That's right. Um. But yeah, so in September 2011, mm-hmm. after 15 years of lone research, he's out there, you know, an acoustician from Finland by the name of Unto Lane made oh. the first known audio recordings of the Aurora Borealis. Acoustician. I can't. <laughs> I'm an acoustician supervisor. Yeah. I'm going to uh. go listen to the Aurora Borealis. <laughs> yeah, good luck. It's just colors. 15 years he's been doing it. I can't it. believe 2011 is the first time they've ever recorded this. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, how do you record lights? You know, well, which, I'm going to tell know, you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I That's know. When you think about it, you're like, what? I better have sound. <laughs> I turn on my lights and I hear. I can hear lights all day at work. Electricity. Buzz of the yeah. fluorescent bulbs. Mm-hmm. Um, so he set up an intricate microphone rig in the snow. That's it. And he waited. <laughs> So there's not a lot behind For it. 15 years. Um, but yeah, he picked up uh, an intense, um, when the intense aurora appeared around 185 miles above his head, he picked up sound. 
The interesting thing is he picked up, the sound was actually um, only 230 feet above his head. How'd they figure that out? I have no idea. Wow. But um, these sounds are caused when solar flares, well, the aurora is caused when solar flares interact with Earth's magnetic field. The sounds heard are a combination of electrical charges being trapped and released in the cold air. So it's basically the sound of the electricity. Yes, that's what it sounds like. Sounds like something from like Star Wars. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's take a listen to the Northern Lights. That's uh, weird. That is weird. I bet he was just hitting like a electric fence. That's what it seems like. I'm gonna record this. But it's like the background noise. It's even creepier. Oh, that is weird. Is that an owl? I don't or know. Or an alien? It's most likely huh. an alien. That's cool. So that is the northern lights. That's what they sound like. I think I could sleep to that. Looking at the northern lights and listen to this. Yeah. That's cool. Maybe they have it on like that noise machine. You know, they have the rain. <laughs> Where's that Aurora Borealis? Give me that Aurora Borealis mode. <laughs> Gotta take a nap. <laughs> then it projects the lights <laughs> yeah. on your... Uh, that's not that's a bad idea. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Claimed. Claimed. Patented. <laughs> um, how about the moon? So, does what? the moon have any sounds? Probably. They say most sound is created from, like, friction of air molecules and, well, they say, because mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the moon, where you don't have air, it's like, would there be any sound there? Yeah. Like, would it would it project any sound? Well, while circling the moon, um, this was Apollo 10, mm-hmm. reaching the dark side of the moon, losing transmission with NASA, they began hearing weird music mm-hmm. in their spacecraft. Being out in the emptiness of space, pretty much the last time or last thing you want to hear is alien jazz or <laughs> no, laser yeah. rock. So <laughs> prog rock. They didn't yeah. know what it was, and they they commented on it in this video um, or this sound file. I hope this is the same one. Because this is the one that I uh, the one that I linked. So you might have to jump ahead because it's super long. Yeah, it's like eight minutes. Yeah, see, there's a little see the little the gray people? square. Oh, the it's gray before square. that. The right before the gray square started okay. there because they start coming. Let's see. That music even sounds outer spacey, doesn't it? You hear that? That whistling sound? Yeah. <laughs> that music. Yeah, it sounds like, uh, you know, outer space type music. Hey, Tom, is your is your insulation all burned off here on the front side of your window over here? Right? Yeah. It's, it's weird to, to think they're on the dark side of the moon and they're just talking. To no it. transmission. They're not getting anything from Earth. Yeah. And they're picking up this like buzz that mm-hmm. was kind of, it, it had like a, it wasn't just like ringing. It, it had like a little bit of a wave to it. So yeah. they're like, oh, from that It sounded like something like you'd, you'd hear it like the cantina on Star Wars type yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of crazy. It was picking up that. Um, yeah. I think they figured it was interference between the radio waves coming around the moon from Earth mm-hmm. and then their signal. But I don't know. They didn't ever really say. Weird. That one sounded cool. Yeah, that one did sound cool. Now this one I thought this one I thought was really cool sounding too. So Jupiter's bow shock. Ooh. I don't know if it's bow shock, probably bow, bow shock. shock. The Jovian magnetosphere is the largest in the solar system, but the exact size can uh, vary greatly due to the variations in the dynamic pressure of the solar wind. Hmm. The outermost boundary of the Jovian magnetosphere is the bow shock, or BS. A discontinuity <laughs> sure. formed when the supersonic solar wind encounters the Jovian magnetic field. At Ooh. the BS, 
the solar wind is slowed, becomes subsonic and heated, forming a region known as the Ju- as Jupiter's magnetosheath. Cool. This sounds like a bunch of crap uh-huh. to me. I wrote this. Okay. <laughs> the shock solar wind in the sheath is separated from the magnetosphere plasma by the magnetopause. It's going through menopause. Gosh. The shape uh-huh. and the location of these structures are responsive for changes in solar wind, primarily the dynamic pressure. So, sure. But it makes a really weird noise, and this has been picked up on Earth, um, this, this signal that comes off from Jupiter. Okay, here we go. See how it sounds. It's like, how do they that know? One, I don't know. How do they know that's not the Aurora Borealis? <laughs> I know. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah, that's Jupiter. Oh, you hit a whistle? Yeah, it's Jupiter's bow shot. Yeah, she's going through magnetic pause. <laughs> yeah, that's that's an annoying noise. Yeah, that one. I don't like nuts. that. I don't like I'm that. I'm glad I've lost the high pitch range. I can hardly hear it. <laughs> I, I actually played some of these to my son um, when I was taking him to school mm-hmm. the last few mornings, and... Um, He's like, ah, that hurts. And I'm like, I can't even hear what we're listening to. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so, uh, that's funny. That one might have got your dogs going crazy. Probably did. Now, um, so more space ones. So t- in 2018, NASA. 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 That's, that's how Mike Tyson says NASA. 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 It's NASA. I fight that NASA. That's kind of more redneck. That was like a redneck. I can't. Mike Tyson. I, I was a Mike Tyson. He's like, with uh, fight that magnet. With fight the method. Yeah, I don't know. We should probably practice. We got work on that one. Bring them in. Yeah. yeah. So NASA released an audio recording captured by its Cassini super uh, spacecraft. That's from Cassini. <laughs> That's totally from Cassini. That, there you go. You got that. I'm getting there. Of radio emissions between Saturn and its moon, mm. uh, Enceladus. I don't eat some Enceladus. <laughs> Enceladus. Enceladus. I didn't That's know right. there was a moon called that. That's and, salad moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want a probably like a <laughs> some French fries and enchiladas on the side. <laughs> um, uh, and the result was equal parts ethereal and eerie. Yes, so, sir. Uh, as reported by the Atlantic, the strange chorus is a result of plasma waves traveling between the two celestial bodies. So uh-huh. between Saturn and its moon. Okay. Um, plasma. Uh, th- this is where it kind of discussed like we're. When there's no air, there's no oxygen, and the molecules can't rub together, so they figure plasma. I know is friction. The, is the plasma is the force state of matter that also creates waves. So you're actually hearing plasma rubbing together. Ooh, yes. Thanks, Cassini. That's so, dirty. Yeah. Anyways, mm. the, this one's kind of a weird Kay. sound between Saturn and its moon. Enceladus. It's Enceladus. <laughs> That actually sounds that one's like a, that one's a little creepier. Sounds like something they made like in the seventies for a sci-fi film. It does. Like they're passing by a planet and they just have this in the background. Man. This, this crazy man. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's get... <laughs> I know that's Enceladus. <laughs> that yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, I like that. Here's black hole sounds. Black hole sound. <laughs> I know that's exactly what I heard. Um, the second I heard that, two hundred and fifty million light years away in the Perse- uh, per- Perseus cluster of galaxies lives an active supermassive black hole that's been making noise for some time. Mm-hmm. While observing the area in two thousand two, the Chandra X-ray ob- observatory detected sound waves rippling through the surrounding gas. 
This was the first time a sound from so far away had been discovered in science. <laughs> There's jokes there. Hey, you hear them sound waves coming through the gas? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like... This is close the detection. in the observatory doing that for yeah. sure. <laughs> I'm sure that's their joke. Yeah. Man, those... Coming through the sound, the sound's coming through the gas waves. I'll show you through the gas waves. Yeah. I'll show you Perseus right now. I guess they'd be more like, I'll show you through the gas waves. Well, let me tell you about Perseus gas waves right now. <laughs> Jim, that sounds like Insulatus. <laughs> um, hey, Jim, do, do, do your uh, Mike Tyson. <laughs> it's, it's, I can't do that. <laughs> Try and do it with that. Oh, man. The nerd voice Mixing. and Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah. That's rough. So the notes heard were created by waves of pressure from electromagnetic eruptions Mm. from the hot disk of matter that gathered around the cluster's central black hole. I think it's hot. Yeah, right through the center of the black hole. (laughs) Yeah. So let's listen to it. This is what a black hole sounds like. All right. That's like that tape, that Halloween tape. We're going to hear some chains rattling soon. (laughs) Bones crunching. That's terrifying. Yeah, no thanks. It you. sounds like souls have been like pulled into that black I hole. I guarantee that's souls right there. That's <laughs> Einstein's tortured soul. I guarantee you right now. <laughs> Everybody in here, listen, that's souls. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's creepy. That's probably the creepiest one. Yeah, that one's super creepy. I don't like it. So these other two that we added in here, um, I just kind of thought it was eerie to listen oh, yeah. to a bird that has been extinct since 2000. It's yeah. just kind of weird to listen to it because I feel like it the the song that it sings is a little bit eerie anyway, and then to know that you'll never hear it on Earth again. I mean, they're not real though. Bird, that's true. Well, this is before. This is before this is before they okay. started creating all the drone yeah. birds. So, what's this bird called? So, this bird, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was just asking the kawaii oh 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 kawaii oh okay, <laughs> and now extinct honey eating songbird. That was native to the to Hawaii's Kauai, Kauai mm. um, island. Um, so, per the British Library, the bird in the recording was the last known Kauai in existence. Wow! The male of a mating pair calling out to a partner who had died a year prior during mm. Hurricane Iwa. Mm. So that's pretty sad. That is kind of sad. <laughs> but yeah, let's listen to it. I don't know why this one like is just kind of eerie. Kind of eerie. I get it. Yeah. Cool, cool song. Is it like from the Hunger Games? It does sound like it. Some Hawaiian guy's over there. Like, <laughs> he's recording it. Watch this. He just got off his surfboard and he's over there with a flute. Watch this, idiot. <laughs> That's what the Hawaiian guy sounds like. Interesting. That is. It's kind of yeah. pretty, pretty weird. Yeah. So. This other one I thought sounded terrifying. Oh, this one. No, thank you. Yeah. I don't yeah. want any part of it. So anyways, um, this so before uh, Thomas Edison and before um, Alexander Graham Bell mm-hmm. like, came up with everything, they, uh, this was a recording of a human voice singing on a device called the, uh, where is it at? Um, a phono phono autograph mm-hmm. in 1857 19 years before alexander graham bell patented the telephone wow this was never played until now because they didn't have a way of replaying it but mm-hmm. he did have a way of recording it onto this device super weird but the uh the song the, the sound is a french inventor or no who created this was french inventor 
Edward Leon Scott de Martinville mm. um, built the phonoautograph, a device used to visualize recorded sounds by inscribing the vibrations. Okay, yeah. Now known as sound waves onto paper. So this was done so like way long, many years before. Time, was yeah. it 19 years before? That's Something crazy. like that, yeah. But yeah, listen, um, it's terrifying. It Just is. Just letting you know. You so let's listen yourselves. to the first recorded voice mm. ever. Yeah, that it, that is terrifying. So it's a, it was a French song that was being sung, and um, yeah, and they they never were able to listen to it until two thousand eight. We just debuted it. That was the first <laughs> yeah. time it's ever been heard in public. It sounds like somebody that comes into the office is like, "My throat's been hurting. Yeah. Let me talk." And then yeah. that's what you hear. But anyway, so and then those they turn into some... a demon and kill you. Take your <laughs> yeah. soul. They crawled up on the, the ceiling, hole. twisted their head around, looked down at me. <laughs> that's exactly. And they what crawled I see. out the Earlier. roof. Yeah. So anyways, those are some like natural sounds on earth that yeah, I feel man. are kind of terrifying. I like that though. But let's get into the uh, unexplained and weird noises. So this one um, has existed for some time and it was it was unidentified for quite a while, but yeah. they think they know what it is. It's called the whistle. Super simple. <laughs> was recorded by Eastern Pacific Autonomous Hydrophone deployed at, I'm not going to give you that address, on July 7th, 1997. According to the NOAA, the whistle is similar to volca- volcanogenic sounds previously recorded in the Marinera Trench, <laughs> volcanic <laughs> arc of the Pacific Ocean. Uh, NOAA and, um, also stated that locating the source of an event requires at least three recording instruments. And since the whistle was only recorded on the Northwest Hydrophone, the sound could have traveled a great distance from its source of the volcano before detection. So... Yeah. Still not 100% sure, but they believe it has to do with volcanic activity in the sound transmitting through the ocean. Yeah. So, let's hey, listen to that this whistle. Is, this is a whistle. You can't hear it better with headphones. Again, that sounds like a, a Halloween record from the 70s. It feels like a recording on a VTech camera that my kids submerged. And they're like, Dad, watch this video. I put it in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, he ruined it. Yeah, this is horrible. So that's the whistle. He kind of that little high pitch, yeah. kind of ascending is kind of the whistle. They still don't know for sure, but they think it was sound produced by volcanic activity under the ocean that transmitted through. So Yeah, interesting. There's a few of those because they have the, these like microphone arrays set up, the NOAA. I think it was does. all about the same, huh? Yeah. Like same type of recording. This one is kind of similar. It's called the upsweep. Um, it's an unidentified sound detected on the NOAA's equatorial autonomous hydrophone arrays. Yeah. Yeah, it was present when the Pacific Marine Environmental Laboratory began recording its sound surveillance system, SOSUS, um, in Sosus. August of 1991. SOSUS. SOSUS. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> old man. I know. You hear that in that the conference? Whistle? Yeah. SOSUS. Yeah. <laughs> it consists of a long, a long train of narrow band upsweeping sounds of several seconds in duration each. The source level is high enough to be recorded throughout the Pacific, which is insane. Um, it appears to be seasonal, generally reaching peaks in spring and autumn, but it is unclear whether it's due to changes in the source or seasonal changes in the propagation environment. 
environment. Blah, blah, blah. It's between New Zealand and South America somewhere where they feel like it's coming from. Um, scientists speculate that the sound to be underwater volcanic activity. Oh, again. Which huh? is so weird. Like, why would it sound like that? I don't know. This <clears throat> one's this one's got a weird tune. So it's thought that the sound might result from hot lava pouring out into cold seawater. I think that would just be like... <laughs> <laughs> I know. The level of sound has been declining since 1991, but it can still be detected. Uh, on these arrays, de- see, why would it going. be declining? That I don't. Well, unless like the 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 lava flow might be declining mm. as we go. Does that make sense? The water's heating up to a point. Yeah, doesn't it's not cold anymore. So here's what it sounds like. Yeah, so you hear like it's like an upsweep. That sounds like when you're waiting for the ride to start. Keep your hands on the inside. That's what this is going to Hands say. up, let the water come down. For some reason, Mexico's working. You're in Mexico, on a ride in Mexico, it's happening. Everybody put their hands up. Everybody, you can have some beans and rice afterwards. Arms and legs inside the cart, have a fun time. Adios, muchachos. <laughs> it's what it sounds like, though. Yeah, I know, it, does, that, really, yeah. Whoop, whoop. it does. Or an arcade in the distance yeah, that yeah. kids are playing. So that is the up sweep. Up sweep. Okay. Mm-hmm. This next one's called the bloop. And I don't mean the sound when a perfectly shaped poo hits the toilet. Yeah, I call it a plop. <laughs> I don't call it a bloop. I got a bloop. Yeah. It's the one that shoots water right back oh, up your gosh. b-hole. <laughs> it, but, it, you know, it, it's helping. It's aiding and <laughs> cleaning it up. Self-cleaning poop. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my wife's going to be like, you guys are disgusting. I don't like you guys. Stupid boys. Talk she about gross me. stuff. I guarantee your wife does not like me. She hates me. <laughs> I, I know it. Sorry, uh, no Tony. comment. I'm sorry, Tony. I'm sorry. No. Um, so the bloop mm-hmm. was an ultra low frequency, high amplitude underwater sound detected by the U.S. National Oceanic, Oceanic mm-hmm. Atmospheric and the NOA. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm like, why do I read it out every time? I don't know. Uh, the, a long time it was unidentif- uh, unidentified. In 2002, Fox was interviewed. This guy, mm-hmm. I didn't write any details about. Okay. It, by David Woolman, <laughs> scientist. A scientist that stated that the sound nicknamed "bloop" is the most li- is most likely out of the other recorded identified sounds to come from some sort of animal. They believe. Ooh. So that's this is what they believe for a long time. It was just like, ah, it's picking up some whales way off. Yeah, sure. Because its signature is a rapid variation in frequency, similar to that of the sounds known to be made by marine beasts. Yeah, that's what I call them, marine beasts. I love how you just put it all together. And, yeah. That sounds like a marine beast. Like, who says that? <laughs> On come SeaWorld, see marine beasts? Yeah, that sounds better, actually. It does. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's one crucial difference, however. In 1997, Bloop was detected by sensors up to 3,000 miles apart. Whoa. That means it must be far louder than any whale sound. Ain't no whale, whale that loud. <laughs> <laughs> or any other animal noise for that matter. It couldn't travel that far. Is what sure, yeah. Is it even remotely possible that some creature bigger than any whale is lurking in the ocean depths? Wow. That's the part that bugs me because I'm like, yeah, like I a, wouldn't doubt it. It's a kraken or something like yeah, that, exactly. right? Yeah, exactly. So by 2012, earlier speculation is that it had originated from marine animal was replaced by NOAA's description of the sound as being consistent with noises generated via non-tectonic cryo, cryosizisms. Hmm. Seisms. Seisms? Seisms. Yeah, right? Cryosisms. Yeah. yeah. Originating from glacial movements such as ice calving. I'm calving out ice this week. Yeah, we got a calve this weekend. You want to come I over and help? I hate getting up at night and ice is calving. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or through seabed gouging by ice. Okay. Also, 
could I be it could be coming from rubbing and ridging events with an ice flow. Mm, Ooh, dang! So yeah. they think that these were detected from like huge icebergs, just rubbing, necking, and petting out in the ocean. Gosh, dang! They're getting frisky out yeah. there. So mm. that's what they believe they are now. Is that they're detected um, icebergs moving and hitting the seafloor? So Sounds like a bunch of malarkey. Let's listen to that blue. Listen to the cracking noise. Nothing a fart in the water. That's a whale fart. <laughs> That's a hundred percent what that is. It's a whale fart. <laughs> hey Dave, did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, listen real close. That's a bloop, boy. <laughs> Here's a bloop. <laughs> that one on your microphone array. Yeah, it does kind of bloop, does, bloop, yeah. But I don't know how they think that. that's ice rubbing and hitting the floor. They yeah. don't know what they're talking about. They're just saying stuff. But that's a sound detected from three thousand miles away. That's crazy. Jeez, doubt it. I doubt it too. How about Julia? Julia. Mm. Julia, <laughs> if you're from Mexico. Um, it's a sound recorder on March 1st, 1999 by the NOAA, Cameron. <laughs> I keep trying to read it all. <laughs> it's it's a source sound that was most likely a large iceberg that had run aground off Antarctica. That's bull crap. Mm-hmm. That sounds like an iceberg run aground. <laughs> listen. <laughs> I listen all day. I got ears. <laughs> listen, Okay. <laughs> It was loud enough to be heard over the entire Equatorial Pacific Ocean Autonomous Hydrophone Array. Wow. I said all those words. Um, with a duration of about two minutes and 43 seconds. Like, that took some time for that iceberg to run aground, apparently. Due to the uncertainty of the arrival azimuth, the point of origin could only be narrowed between Bransfield Straits and Cape Adare. You know, I was like, well, that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, some theorists suggest that Julia might be a signal from extraterrestrial beings. I believe that using the ocean as a medium for communication, which is odd, makes a little more sense than icebergs. From- yeah, I get that. Others believe it could be a natural phenomenon caused by shifting tectonic plates or an undiscovered underwater creature. Again, okay, again, the Kraken's out there. I do get disturbed swimming in the ocean. Oh, I'm like, what yeah. is down there? I don't know why we do it. Why do people swim in that? I don't place? actually know why. Either. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like nice oh, to yeah. just sit on the beach. There's sharks and whales and squids and octopi and what else, whatever else they got in <laughs> yeah. there. It's like, go Glad have a, go bathe with them. <laughs> like, no, it's not a good idea, right? <laughs> right. I don't know. It's scary, and all the seaweed and yeah, it's like, gross. Other stuff out there. Yeah. California coastline is just like oh. cigarettes, like in like seaweed and bodies and bottles pants. and bodies. Sorry if you're from LA, I offended you. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, but it was super dirty when we went. But they yeah. had a lot of storms. I'm sure that's why <laughs> they they pulled that up from Mexico. Probably it's never dirty, ladies. Egg no, cleanest water on the planet. <laughs> I drink it every day I run out there. Mm-hmm. Salty, I like it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the lack of definition, def- definitive scientific explanation has allowed various imaginative theories to emerge, captivating <clears throat> the imaginations of those fascinated by the unknown depths of our planet That's and the mysterious <laughs> mysteries that lie beneath the waves. Right? There's just a lot of. It doesn't fascinate me. It just terrifies me. I know. Um, so let's listen to Julia. See what you guys think. All right. See what see what you think. I've heard. Th- Turn my hand like. Yeah, did you hear that? Listen to that. It sounds like my that stomach. sounds like a monster. <laughs> that sounds like my stomach. But that sounds like right, a monster, I'm, right? I'm going with a big sea creature. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, hundred percent. That's a sea creature. Right. It's but they're saying no, no, that's just an iceberg. 
Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Anyways, that's Julia. That one's creepy. I didn't, actually hadn't listened to that one. Yeah. This one's called the Slow Down. Slow Down. <laughs> Slow Down. <laughs> this is sound recorded on May 19, 1997. A lot of these are like the late 90s. I know. Where they got Somebody's them. fascinated with bathtub noises and was like, <laughs> I won't get into some service. Yeah. <laughs> Allows me to listen all the time. Mm-hmm. You remember being a kid, like dunking your oh, head just always. enough that your ears are under there, and you're like dropping stuff. You're like, That's so cool. Listen yeah, to my like voice. Tapping the floor, the tub. yeah, the boop, boop, boop. Mm-hmm. Um, in the equatorial Pacific Ocean by the U.S. National <laughs> AOAA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the source of the sound was most likely a large iceberg as it became grounded. Somebody's come up with a new theory. Yeah, somebody like, iceberg in the iceberg. Yeah, thing. somebody's, somebody's controlling like getting this money whole thing. For this. Yeah. <laughs> All these sands are from icebergs. Give us more money. Is there something we can consult about this? Get the iceberg specialist. He knows about all the iceberg sounds. We're going to consult with him. Yeah, seriously. $300 an hour. There's no way there can be that many iceberg sounds that are so different. Yeah. The name was given because the sound slowly decreases in frequency over about seven minutes. Slows down. (laughs) I can tell you what it is. It's a slowdown. (laughs) It was recorded by using an autonomous hydrophone array. Same technology they've been using forever. Why don't, they cr- why don't they crack out that titanium one more often? They should. Well, like, this they didn't I have guess it, it is then. it, probably. Uh, anyways, the sound has been mm. picked up several times each year since 97. Mm. One of uh, the hypotheses on this, of the origin of the sound, is moving ice in Antarctica. <laughs> Good gracious. Sound spectrograms of vibrations caused by friction closely resemble the spectrogram of a slowdown. Sure. That's why they're like, same rubbing noise over here as it Listen, is under there. That's rubbing. This, and rubbing's racing. racing. Yeah. <laughs> we got it. I knew it was going to happen. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, this suggests the source of the sound could have been caused by the friction of large ice sheets moving over land. Mm, Always friction. ice sheets. Ice friction, <laughs> baby. Ice right, sheet, that's ice. <laughs> good sheet, that's ice. Friction. <laughs> I can tell you what that sound is. Uh, yeah. She has it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> here's the here's the slowdown. Sounds like an airplane flying overhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. So I think they just picked up an airplane crash. Yeah, that's all it was. That totally sounds like when you're they're like, we'll be approaching. The mm-hmm. your you know the airport in twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dummies. How about the train? Uh, the train. Iceberg. <laughs> the eerie <laughs> and enigmatic train sound, an unexplained auditory phenomenon, has perplexed both scientists and curious. I haven't alike. heard this one either. Where the curious ones described as a haunting noise, <laughs> resembling a distant locomotive. Or the rhythmic clatter of train on the track. It's like four scientists show up. We're the curious ones. <laughs> We're the curious ones. Hmm. <laughs> Let's figure out this train noise. We are the curious ones. The <laughs> curious ones. <laughs> this, this, yeah, we've turned into the Wizard of Oz now. Um, it, it sounds like a train on the tracks. You know what I mean? Like the... Not necessarily. It sounds more like a whistle to me. Oh, really? Like a okay. train whistle. It says that, but when I listened to it, it didn't feel like a rhythmic clatter. I felt like I was hearing... I'll have to listen to Iceberg. it again. 
Icebergs. That sounded like icebergs dry humping to me. <laughs> okay. That's what I was getting That ice is in heat. Yeah. Crawling up on top of it. It's that time of year. Them icebergs just get a gonna little bit horny. We're going in the fall. <laughs> We're going to be calving in the fall. Them icebergs are getting a little bit horny right now. <laughs> Trying to propagate the species, you know. <laughs> mm, that friction going to happen. Anyways. That friction um, going to happen. So, some theories propose that the sound is a result of clandestine military experiments. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Suggesting that governments are testing advanced technologies or conducting secret operations. The water train. Yeah. <laughs> That's a water weapon. I can hear it. <laughs> That's what the CIA is using. <laughs> you said you heard that? Come into our office and talk about it. We're going to talk about some icebergs. I want you, <laughs> I want you to meet Mr. Iceberg. <laughs> Does it sound like this? It's got ice cubes <laughs> rubbing them near his ear. This is what you heard. <laughs> This is what you will tell everybody. I want you to report it with icebergs. This will go on the official report. This is ice. Yeah, All right. Get out of here. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> I don't want to see your face anymore. Take your sheet and get out of there. <laughs> yeah. Give me your gun and your badge. You're done. <laughs> what? They didn't give you a gun? Never mind. Or a badge. Um, anyways, others speculate about the involvement of extraterrestrial beings. Proposing that the train I always like that theory. It's uh, the best too. one. Every one of these. The sound may be a form of communication or on unintended consequence of otherworldly activities. Yeah. Yeah. Something. You just know that person that brings that up. They're yeah. like, maybe it's aliens. Get out of here. Now we got to put that on the official report that somebody <laughs> thought it was aliens. <laughs> Good crap. It's like a side effect to a med. Now <laughs> yeah. we got to report it. <laughs> Good Ugh. crap. Same guy. Yeah. Um, despite numerous investigations, the true cause of the train sound remains elusive, shrouding it in an air of mystery <laughs> that captivates those drawn to the unexplained. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. I like yet. that. But here I is, was, I'm like, man, I don't read about the train. Yeah. Here it comes. Choo-choo! <laughs> Got it, Thomas. Sounds like an owl. It's all the same sound. I've been playing the same sound for every one of them. I haven't changed. There's only one file. I couldn't find any Guess other what? Y'all been listening to the same file. Suckers! It's all ice! <laughs> Practically, probably. That's pretty much what all of these oh are. Oh, my gosh. They all sound... Yeah, they all sound so similar. Pinch on the eyes. Yeah. This is content. I'm telling you. So damn good. Uh, this is groundbreaking. This is a train. People That's, are going to be like, you listen to Castle Preppers? Good Lord, Whoa, send this to your friends. That sound episode. We got to get this to the government <laughs> it somehow. Did it for me. Oh. Uh, well, this next one is pretty funny. Sure. The bio duck. So that sounds like. Have you listened of, to it? I have a little bit. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, sure. So the bio duck is a sound recorded in uh, the Southern Ocean, specifically in Antarctic waters, waters, and the west coast of Australia. It's always mm. right around that area. You hear that bio duck? That was supposed to be Australia. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> it was the first. Good day, bio duck. <laughs> whack whack. It was the first. It was first reported in 1960 by what? submarine personnel. Yeah, who gave the sound its name? Bioduck. You'll see why, because it sounds just like that. Associating it with that of a duck, once dubbed as the largest still unresolved mysteries of the Southern Ocean, the, southern. the origin of the sound remained a mystery for decades. decades. But 
through all kinds of weird experimentation mm-hmm. and little suction cup um, microphones that yeah. they put on the Antarctic mink whale. That's where they believe. Oh, they put it on a whale? Yeah. I don't. Even, I want to know where they got those suction cups Jeez, that stayed on the whole time. I need to get one from a GoPro because <laughs> those all fall off. Seriously, every one of them. But um, yeah. So they figure now that they the bio suction cups they stapled it to the whale. Probably <laughs> that's true. <laughs> we didn't harm it. But just <laughs> they're using like wood screws. <laughs> Ain't feeling it. It's too big. It's all blubber, <laughs> <laughs> and it just looks like a suction cup. Yeah. But yeah, so um, after putting these suction cups on the whales in 2014, mm. they detected similar sound, and they're like, eh, the bow duck, it's just whales talking to each other. Oh. So they figure um, it pr- today that that sound is just uh, the mating role of the oh. mink whale. So we're listening to the naughty Things, talk. Yep, exactly. <laughs> but uh. let's play that bow duck. Here comes the bow duck. How is that a whale? I don't know. And it's very, it's like exact same tune, and it's all, what is it, four? Yeah, four in a row. Sounds like somebody's trying to start a long. I'm sure somebody's in the submarine that's like trying to detect torpedoes, like, oop, who got toy duck? It sounds like when I'm trying to start my weed eater. Just keep pulling it over and over, you know? Just somebody above trying to start their jet ski. (laughs) 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 I'm sure they had jet skis in the Australian Navy in the 60s. They may have. (laughs) Where do you think we got them? I don't know. But anyways, Mm. that sounds not like an animal to me. No. That's the bio duck. And I want to see if if there is an army of bio ducks, that's pretty cool. Give me that army. So I want to see it. Anyway, that's the bio duck. Yeah, okay. That's the bio duck. How about the ping? Um, this one, unfortunately, I do not have a sound for. Nobody's recorded it, so it could just be but a bunch of malarkey. It does. Somehow. Fury and Hecla Strait is the site of an unexplained phenomenon called the ping, alternatively described as a hum or beep heard throughout the summer of 2016. Well, which is it? Now, we don't know. It's a ping, a hum, or a beep. <laughs> 2016. It was heard by various residents of the town of Igloo Lick. <laughs> like that. What are we gonna call this? You gonna come in and lick it? I don't call me in. Welcome to Igloo Lick, <laughs> where we lick our igloos. I know that's a cool name. Yeah, and local hunters blamed it for a comparative scarcity of marine game animals that year. The ping was eating it. Yeah, ping, it was driving them them away. Driving them away. Yeah, Canadian military authorities. This was. Mounties on a horse, probably <laughs> performed an airborne survey that apparently they were came. above the ground, so <laughs> they're airborne. The yeah, we're like 16 hands above the ground. <laughs> we're, we're the Canadian Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> this is the fastest jet we own. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, sorry, Canada. V formation, everybody. <laughs> Who's gonna do the barrel roll? We're going to fly under the radar today. Um, <laughs> anyway. Everybody duck. Get down low. Bile duck. Um, <clears throat> they performed an airborne survey of the area, but reported nothing unusual. Nor did they have any knowledge of allied or foreign submarine activity in the area. The theories range from UFOs operating under the ice to the release of methane gas to Russia or U.S. submarines lurking around in Canadian waters. Yeah, we don't know what it is. <laughs> One theory blames Baffinland Iron Mines Corporation. Baffinland. Um, Baffinland. <laughs> the, the company Baffinland. has previously conducted sonar surveys of nearby 
Steensby Inlet in conjunction with its Mary River mine southwest of Pond Inlet. But the company told CBC News it's not conducting any surveys in the area and has no equipment in the water. Okay. Some suspect that the sound is being generated on purpose by Greenpeace to scare wildlife away from the rich. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Or it could just be ice rubbing together. Everybody get your ping out. Yeah, we're going to ping these hunters. <laughs> these igloo licking Whip your weirdo. ping out. <laughs> we're all going to ping hum and beep right now. <laughs> At the same time. Beep, 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 beep. Like, you beep, you hum, you ping. Yeah. It's a chorus of sound. Anyway, I wish we had that. That's one. the ping that's I don't mean to. Um, I got to tell you about nutrient survival, though, you guys. It's made with real ingredients. Made in America, not Canada, to keep Americans healthy, strong, and alert. Perfect for today, ready for anything ahead. From hearty, delicious entrees and nutrient-dense snacks to immunity-boosting drinks and strength-building shakes. Each with 40 essential nutrients available on handy singles, daily-use pantry packs, durable cans, and 3-90 to day survival kits. Keeping your world safe and your body in peak condition. This isn't your cheap, empty-calorie, bland food storage. This stuff actually has nutritional value. Mm-hmm. Head over to NutrientSurvival.com. Use our code CASUALPREPPERS for 10% off your order. Easy enough. There you are. How about Forest Grove Mystery? Yeah, so I lived in Forest Grove. It's actually where I went to school, yeah. Um, Cool. So, yeah, (laughs) I didn't hear. I'm sad. I burped. I was trying not to add an additional sound in there for free. (laughs) This is all free as it is. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so often referred to as Satan's tea kettle. Oh, God. Yeah. Really? Or a malfunctioning subway train screeching to a stop in the middle of the woods. Okay. A lot more detailed. Or a sustained single note from that musical UFO and close encounters of a third kind. Dave Neymar, Mm -hmm. a Forest Grove, Oregon fire marshal, called the screech horrendous. Mm. And it was on February 18th. um, What year was this? I don't know. It was pretty recent. Um, I didn't hear it while I was there. You didn't. Uh, the story uh, in Portland's ABC News. 2016, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Here is what it sounds like. This is super annoying, by yeah, the way. Yeah, this one is. Yeah, so good luck. It's like... It sounds like a train... Like a... Or a probably gate. just some, like, mentally handicapped, like, guy on with a little horn on his bike. <laughs> They're like, get him out of here. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. There used to be a guy in one of the towns I lived in who was just right around honking oh, really? his horn. So. That's what you're thinking That's about. That's why I said that. That makes okay. sense. Okay. But, yeah. I mean, to me, that sounds very prank man-made to me. But I don't, I don't know. know. So, a physics professor at the nearby Pacific University, uh, Andrew Dawes, mm-hmm. created a crowdsourced map and encouraged people to drop a pin when they heard the noise mm. and note the date and time in hopes of collecting enough data to conclude where it was coming from. Uh, anytime there's something that's not explained, it's interesting to look into. Yep. <laughs> wow. Dawes told good, it. Good job, <laughs> Professor Dawes. I went to school here. I like to go to school. I like to look at things that are weird. <laughs> you don't know where Go look into it. <laughs> I didn't necessarily want it to be my project. Mm. It's more of something that anybody can help work on. So mm. if they're interested in solving the mystery, let's do it. More than a dozen people reported on the map they had heard the noise in various areas of Forest Grove. Had to cover... Um, had to cover ears sounded similar to car brakes squealing in higher pitch, which you guys listen to. Sure, yeah. But the map didn't explain an explanation, and speculations took off because it was like, if you look at the map of it, it is all over. All like, over the just place. Just tons yeah. of places. 
The Oregonian published an extensive list of hypotheses, which came from around the country and even overseas. Like, this made international news. Wow. One reader suggested that the sound might be somehow related to fallout from January standoff between anti-government protesters. Okay. <laughs> and the authorities at the Oregon Wildlife Refuge. Um, he may not have realized that drama unfolded more than 300 miles south of Forest Grove. Yeah, that probably doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. Another reader from New York proposed that the sound could be coming from street lamps. Yeah, these lamps, these these lights can make strange noises noises when the bulbs start to go. Uh, I guess that would be that more like um, cat. These lights, these lights, <laughs> these lights can make. Uh, no, that was that was. I not. can't do Bostonian or like. It's New York though. Yeah, yeah New Brooklyn. York, Brooklyn. These lot, these lights. I can't do it. Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can only do it like that. These lights got hurt. Yeah, that's exactly what they all sound like. Jimmy Fallon had a theory too, suggesting that only GOP presidential candidate Donald Trump was capable of producing such an ear offending pitch. Mm. The Oregonian, the Oregonian reported, to be fair, because it's a Democratic state, sure. that several readers had written in suggesting the sound might be Democratic presidential candidate Hillary Clinton's voice blaring from a television. I get that, making it even. Mm-hmm. I think they're aren't they? Oregon, Oregon has to be Democratic, is it not? Oh yeah. Anyway, yeah. Some of the best theories that people suggested: mating Sasquatch. They don't sound like that. An alien mothership attending or attempting contact. They do sound like that. <laughs> mating drumfish. They don't sound like that. And finally, the sound of seven trumpets at the that biblically indicate the end of time. Nope. Now my mom must have been there. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> the forest. Mama Grove. already said. It's the end of time, second coming. It's in Revelations. Yep. Uh, Forest Grove Police Captain Mike Herb, not Herb, Mm. (laughs) told NBC News, those are a few of many theories that were written or phoned in from around the world. They said they had heard them all. Yeah. And they finally released a statement because they were getting calls like over and over about it. While there is some fun with the outrageous theories, we think that we have literally heard them all. We have. Um, also, they made it clear that we firmly believe that there is a logical explanation that we can't condone what might be a prank, um, yeah. said the police department. While some might find it comical, interesting, and mysterious, it is unlawful if it is being done on purpose. If this is the case, the individual caught will face possible repercussions. Shortly thereafter, the noise apparently came to a screeching halt. The police department didn't receive any more reports about it. Um, and the last pin was dropped on Dawes map February 27th. Hmm. So, um, super annoying sound. Yeah, it's horrible. But they were like, maybe it's gas, maybe it's lights, maybe it's Sasquatch mating. Who knows? <clears throat> Could be any of those things. But they never did confirm or find out, and no one came forth of doing it. So, still to this day, we don't know where that came from. Well, they sad. actually, even in 2016, had a per- the Performing Arts Theater in Forest Grove created a haunted house based on the Forest Grove noise called Aliens in the Grove. I like that. I know, that's cool. <clears throat> Might as well. Yeah. You know, take advantage of it. Make use of it. I like that. How about, you ever heard of the Moodoo's noises? No, I don't like that. Yeah, so there's no sound available on this one, so I apologize. Oh, there isn't. <clears throat> this no. one kind of goes along with the next, like, four. Sure, yeah. It's an inf- Moodoo's is infamous in Connecticut for strange noises coming from the woods, which have been termed Moodoo's noises. Moodoo's? Moodoo's? I don't know how to, how would you know. say that? Moodoo's is what Moodus? I was thinking, yeah. too. And are You're attributed, me, though? Yeah, and are attributed to shallow Moodus? micro earthquakes. That's what they're saying that they are. But these noises can be heard most strongly from Cave Hill, located next to Mount Tom and owned by the Cave Hill Resort. The Moody's noises seem to come from underground, which is creepy. Um, sometimes they sounded like thunder, sometimes like pistol shots. 
Sometimes they disappeared for years and they'd return furiously. Ooh. So the Native Americans called the area Machumudas, which means place of bad noises. Really? Yeah. So it's been going on for a long, long, time. long time. In the book Legendary Connecticut, author David Phillips asserts that the Mudas noises were the source of an indigenous religious cult important to local Native Americans. Local Algonquin chiefs would gather around Mount Tom in order to experience the living presence of the god Hobomok. Hobomok. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Peacock, Mohegan, and Narragansett tribes, sorry, participated with this cult. And according to local Allison Guinness, the Wongams were involved as well. A bunch of freaking oh. um, Native Americans were doing this. Hobomok was considered the spirit of the dead and worshipped by the tribe that inhabited the area. The Puritans that came to inhabit the area considered him evil, of course. Of course right? they did. However, to the native people, he was more like Zeus or Hades, a god that can do good or bad, depending on what mood he's in. Just, you know. He's moodiest. Yeah, he's moodiest. Moodiest. Yeah. Another legend about the moodiest noises sprang up in the mid-1700s. King George supposedly sent an alchemist named Dr. Steele Cool name. Really cool name, especially if you're an alchemist. To stop them <laughs> in 1760. Steele said a no great... No joke. Like, yeah. They're pissing everybody off. Steele said a great fossil called a carbuncle in the bowels of the earth caused the noises. There's a carbuncle down there, <laughs> and it's making these noise. Listen to Dr. Steele. Dear Lord, there's a carbuncle. <laughs> Carbuncles. He said his magic could remove the carbuncle and stop them. So, uh, he moved into a blacksmith shop, covered the windows and doors at night, and worked in secrecy. One <laughs> He's night, like, hey, let's take a break. <laughs> <laughs> I got them all worried about I'm working in here. Yeah. One night, the people of Mudu saw a cloud of smoke, flame, and sparks coming from the blacksmith shop. Wouldn't you normally see that coming from a blacksmith <laughs> shop? I don't know. And concluded- What you doing, making steel? <laughs> what are you doing? Last name's steel. Forging in there? <laughs> Um, and concluded Steele was coming up. And the Puritans didn't like him, so they killed him. <laughs> yeah. He was coming up with the carbuncle. Eventually, Dr. Steele told the people of Moodus he had removed the great carbuncle. But he had discovered a smaller carbuncle that would cause more noises. I got a big one in there. But look, there's still a little one down there that's going to make some noise. <laughs> He said, "It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I did my job, but this one popped up. I got a big one. I, I don't, don't work with little carbuncles. Now you're going to have to get a different doctor for that. <laughs> Dr. Steele's done. Okay. Damien Gold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they wouldn't be as awful, however, he said, in the noise caused by the large carbuncle. So then he disappeared and it was <laughs> Ain't going to be as bad. Good news. <laughs> yeah. Good news, bad news situation. Good news, got rid of carbuncle. Bad news, still got a little carbuncle. You got a baby carbuncle gonna be on bad. your hands. <laughs> Okay? <laughs> on your hands. <laughs> you got a baby carbuncle on your hands. You're going to have to deal with that in a different way. I don't know. So. When's the next, next ship out of here? <laughs> Dr. Steele's heading home. <laughs> okay. So anyways, that's the uh, moodoos. That's pretty funny. Moodoos noises. I'm just going to tell patients that. <laughs> Couldn't fix it. A little one now. I took care of the big one. Got rid of the big one. Yeah. Okay, so do you know how to pronounce this? Barisa? I saw, yeah, there's like, Tons of different ways to pronounce that. I'd though. say barisal. Okay. Or I saw barisal. Yeah, that's the other one I saw. Yeah. Barisal guns. Barisal. Um, there's also no sound for this, but this kind of leads into the next few because sure. yeah. I think so. This one was detected way back in the 19th century and mm -hmm. they actually reported it uh, in journals and stuff. Mm. Uh, the, 
the Barisal guns or Barisal, I don't know. We'll say Barisal. Okay. Uh, or fog guns, mist poofers. <laughs> fog dissipators. Ah, mist poofer. I got a mist poofer. It's a boost. <clears throat> but yeah, that, that's what it's called in Belgium and Netherlands. Yeah. And then, oh, no, in the Netherlands, it's called Seesheben. Mm. Seesheben. Ah, Seesheben. <laughs> Uh, or no, okay, Belgium and Netherlands uses yeah. the mist poofers. <laughs> and then Seesheben is Germany. Germany, so. yeah, that makes more sense. Uh, Brantidi or uh, Batorilo is uh, in Italy. Mm. Are a series of loud booms heard near the Barisal region of East Bengal, currently Bangladesh, in the 19th century. So these were bad enough and frequent enough that they were reported through lots of journals and sure. other... Um, uh, different books and things like that. These are various. There are very theory, various theories about the origin of the sound. One common explanation is that it was caused by the sound waves broken up by local topography, uh, but geological origins have also been proposed. So they have no clue. Mm-hmm. Similar sounds have been reported in many waterfront communities around the world, such as Ganges Delta and Brahmaputra Delta River Delta in India. The East Coast and Inland Finger Lakes, I think there's a thing on Finger Lakes mm-hmm. we didn't put in here, but of the United States, as well as areas of North Sea and lakes of mm-hmm. Southern Germany, Japan, and Italy. So, in these areas with water, these these like sounds of guns or cannon fire have been uh, documented in the air. So, um, this is kind of the story that goes along with the, this. Uh, a mysterious phenomenon rocked the southern coast of Bangladesh in the 19th century, and it was a phenomenon which... Uh, was experienced by hundreds and thousands of people, but nobody could identify its actual cause. It is still regarded as one of the top unsolved mysteries of the world. Hmm. Maybe. I was like, I've never <laughs> to heard whoever. of whoever. Yeah. <clears throat> this phenomenon was named the Barisal Guns after Bangladesh's Barisal City, whose first well, was first documented the incident. So, way back when mm-hmm. this was happening, um, it was even like some, there's journalists, there were poets that wrote about it. And it's, I think the last time it was heard is in the early 1950s, but we do not have sound recording of this. Why Why weren't they recording these? But the way it was described, this incident is now considered another an example of a skyquake, mm. which refers to an unexplained sonic boom without any corresponding earthquake. And Kobe's yeah. going to talk about that. It's a sound resembling the explosion of heavy piece of artillery that can be accounted for by none of the known laws of nature. The report is deep, hollow, distant, and imposing, the lake seems to be speaking to the surrounding hills, which sends back the echoes of its voice in accurate reply. Wow. Okay. When they when these like reports were like written, they just they looked back and there was no war going on. There wasn't any like sea um, battles or anything. Mm-hmm. So they're like, why does it sound like cannon fire when there isn't anything to explain? Did they think about maybe it was icebergs? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, probably not. No, okay. probably not. So, mm-hmm. anyways, yeah. Yeah. but. Th- Colby will talk a little bit more about these next, uh, the yeah. next one that kind of goes along with what the sound was likely, um, was probably a well, lot. Well, not this first one. Not no. this first one. So this is the the sky trumpets. Yeah. This one is kind of creepy. Pretty I, freaking This one's eerie. creepy. I'd never even heard about this. Yeah. Strange sounds in the sky, which some call sky trumpets or sky quakes. Yeah, see, it gets confusing. It, so we're gonna, There's a little crossover. We're going to talk about sky quakes as well. I've been reported from around the world in recent years. People from the United States, Canada, Costa Rica, Russia, the Czech Republic, Australia, and other places have been puzzled by what they describe as low-frequency hums, trumpets or horns that seem to emanate from the top of the sky or from under the earth. That is, I'll be honest, this is probably... Mm-hmm. 
one of the creepiest. Yeah. This, this would creep me out way more than you know, sitting else. in a bathtub and hearing icebergs yeah, Exactly. Most of these sounds have never been heard before now, which makes the phenomenon unnerving. So it's not something that's been happening for like hundreds of years. Yeah, they kind of think this, the 19th century stuff that I was talking about may have been something like this. Yeah, these noises have a groaning quality overlaid with a metallic vibrating sound similar to that of musical instruments. In some instances, the sounds even seem to include unintelligible voices. Like, no, thank you. Um, Theories abound about... To our podcast, playing over the top of... Exactly. (laughs) Theories abound about these strange sounds and their origination. The main explanations of the sky trumpets are natural phenomena, alien spacecraft, man-made sounds, and spiritual activity. No, thank you. Yeah, pass. Um, Some say the sounds are a result of solar plasma interacting with the Earth's magnetic field. That's what I would have said. Yeah, that's what was top of my list, too. Iceberg uh, or solar plasma? Either or. Others theorize that the source of the sounds is movement of tectonic plates or a shift in the Earth's north magnetic pole. These sky trumpets are, uh, trumpets are skyquakes, or this is my favorite word for it, acoustic gravity waves. <laughs> I, I want to see gravy waves. Um, are naturally caused. <laughs> then the question is, why weren't the sounds being reported long before March of 2011? That's when, like, the first ones were reported. Um, a lot of people say, you know what, it's just hoaxes. That's why they haven't been reported since then. And it does, like some of the ones I've looked at do seem like it's that, a little but weird, some right? don't. Yeah. And then there are those who attach a spiritual significance to the sky trumpets and look for a spiritual origin. Yeah. Obviously, that's that's the creepy part about Angels this to me. Playing. Yeah. Some see the sounds as demonically generated, believing that Satan's forces are attempting to frighten and confuse okay, people. Okay, or the flip side. <laughs> I know. Negative. Others see the sky trumpets as divine in order. Well, there you go. Okay. Believing them to be a warning that we are living in the last days. <clears throat> so, I'm going to give you a little taste of, this, this one is from China. From this one's Beijing. Creepy. Yeah. Yeah, so to me, that's pretty terrifying. That, that would freak me out. That one is... I think there's a video of that too, huh? I, like I some think people. so. Yeah. So that is uh, the sky trumpet. And to me, that one is uh, probably the creepiest. Yeah. I, I would think to so too. That one gives me... like It reminds me of War of the Worlds. When it's like... Yep, exactly. It feels like, like a, a sound along. from a movie it or does. something. You know what I mean? Yeah. That one's pretty creepy. Yeah. So another place that I've lived for a mm-hmm. short time, Taos. So this one, so the hum refers to a lot of different sounds that have been detected. Mm -hmm. Um, Windsor hum, the Taos hum. So the hum is a name given to widespread um, weird church ladies that (laughs) sit in church and hum the whole time. The hum is a name given uh, to widespread reports of persistent and invasive low frequency humming, rumbling, or droning noises audible to many, but not all people. Hums have been reported all over the world, including the United States, the United Kingdom, Australia, and Canada. They are sometimes named according to the locality, like Taos and all that, mm-hmm. uh, where the problem has been particularly publicized. The hum does not appear to be a single phenomenon. Um, different causes have been attributed, including uh, local mechanic sources, um, so often just from the industrial plants. Yep. <laughs> just banging on stuff and opening the shed door. Like, I'm just changing oil. Well, that's all I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. So, um, as well as manifestations of tinnitus and biological auditory effects. Mm, okay. So, 
tinnitus, tinnitus. You can say it either way, okay? Yeah, I say tinnitus. Yeah, and tinnitus is right as is well. It? Okay, cool. So, description, uh, nine, in a 1973 report, cities, a uni- oh my gosh. Sites. Uh, 1973 report cites a university study of 50 cases of people complaining about their low throbbing background noise. I hear now low throbbing background <laughs> <That>, uh, <laughs> I hear now low throbbing. Low throbbing what? Background yeah. <laughs> noise. Okay. Um, that others were unable to hear. The sound, always peaking between 30 and 40 hertz, which is hard to hear. Yeah, sure. Was found to only be heard during cool weather and a light breeze and mm-hmm. often early in the morning. These noises were often confined to about a six mile wide area. Okay. Specifically, um, I was going to mention the Taos hum because that's the one I have the best recording of. Sure. But a study into the Taos hum in the 90s um, indicate that at least 2% could hear it. Each mm. hearer at different frequency, different frequency between 32 and 80 hertz, modulated from 0.5 to 2 hertz. Similar results have been found in an early British study. Mm. It seems possible for hearers to move away from it. Um, Interesting. With one hearer of the Taos Hum reporting that it was at a range of 30 miles. Mm. So they haven't figured out why these occur. They think it has a lot to do with like the sounds of air movement over mountain ranges and topography yeah. and stuff like that. But this one is weird. I never heard it while I was there. So. Yeah. Well, let's see what it sounds like. Yeah. Because uh, kind of creepy. Now I'll get to you. Yeah. I'd much rather that than the high pitch though. The me, high frequency. Me too. But that like low rumble. Yeah. Some people probably can't even hear that. Yeah. That's pretty deep. But yeah, it's just a rumble. It's like a low... Yeah. yeah. So that's weird. How odd would that be to hear? Though? Just like... <laughs> yeah, just standing out in nature and it's like... Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jeez, that hum it has been detected in a lot of different locations and it usually carries the name of the city. But yeah. Taos, Taos is a good example and it's been detected quite a few times. So. Has it? Yep. Yeah, that's so crazy, dude. Yeah, so um, we talked about the the sky trumpets, and then with along with that, there was the sky quake, right? Both kind of similar, but the sky quake is a phenomenon where a loud booming sound is reported to originate from the sky. The sound may cause noticeable vibration in building or across the particular area. Their sound has been described as being like distant but inordinately loud thunder, while no clouds are in the large or the sky large enough to generate lightning. No clouds. No clouds, yeah. Those familiar with the sound of cannon fire say the sound is nearly identical, which is pretty Cannon fire. I've heard cannon fire. That's exactly what That's just cannon fodder. There's like four people on earth that know what cannons sound (laughs) like right at this point. Uh, I don't know. The booms occasionally cause shock waves that rattle plates. Early white settlers in North America were told by the native... Houdinasani <laughs> wow. Iroquois that the booms were the sound of the great spirit continuing his work of shaping the earth. Nice. Yeah, I like that. Those who experience skyquakes typically do not have a clear explanation for what caused them and they are perceived as mysterious. Obviously, that's why we're talking about it. They've that's all over the world. Um, but some people think maybe it's coronal mass ejection making these noises. Cool. Meteors entering the atmosphere and they're causing sonic booms. Which would make total sense. That does to me. make a lot of sense. Gas escaping from the vents in the Earth's surface, military aircraft that creating sonic booms, <laughs> shallow earthquakes, underwater caves collapsing. Oh yeah, I can see that. I guess. Well, I can't see it. Wouldn't, wouldn't you? Wouldn't there be like a wave of some sort if that happened and there you was would that think much noise? Be like a shift in the 
crust. But. Yeah. Possible resonance from solar and or earth magnetic activity inducing sounds, volcanic eruptions, weather, earthquakes, avalanches. Avalanche. It's avalanche. Um, atmospheric ducting. Avalanche. Whatever that is. So, atmospheric um, ducting. Yeah, atmospheric ducting. So, um, this is what a skyquake sounds like if you've never heard one. Sounds like God's rearranging furniture. Done it. <laughs> the upstairs. That's what yeah. I'm getting. Like he's, he's moving, moving a couch moving across a couch the uh, floor, across the linoleum. That's exactly what that sounds. <laughs> um, I hope they don't hear this. Yeah, uh, but quick. that is a skyquake. That's cool. That, yeah. See, that's that's the one that makes me really think of like War of the Worlds. Yep, 100. Like yep. Some alien tune. 100%. So Havana syndrome. Be careful. Be It'll very make you careful. sick. Yeah. So, in 2016, several dozen American diplomats and spies in Havana, Cuba, were stricken with a series of ailments ranging in severity, um, all of whom reported hearing the weirdest noises beforehand. Mm-hmm. This, one's, this one does kind of, like, make you wonder if there isn't some sort of technology. I, I bet there is. Yeah, oh, I do, too. I think there will is, just yeah. send sound waves to just mm-hmm. irritate and cause a lot of physical symptoms. Science has revealed that certain frequencies frequencies can induce physical symptoms much like with the hum including headache nausea fatigue and insomnia um symptoms range from dizziness headaches fatigue and anxiety to long-lasting cognitive difficulties and memory loss sounds like they might just need some element yeah i'm gonna start using this in the urgent care well could be just sound waves Mm -hmm. you've been listening to bass ace of bass i saw the sign (laughs) open up your eyes (laughs) yeah havana syndrome is a cluster of idiopathic symptoms experienced mostly abroad by U.S. Mm-hmm. government officials and mil- military personnel. The symptoms range in severity from pain and ringing in the ears to cognitive dysfunction and were first reported in 2016. That's a that's a busy year. Yeah, it was. By the U.S. I don't know what's going on. Dude. We started the podcast. That's right. <laughs> Been transmitted across yeah. the country mm-hmm. and Canadian embassy staff in Havana, Cuba. Beginning in 2017, more people, including U.S. intelligence and military personnel and their families, reported mm-hmm. having these symptoms in other places such as China, New Delhi, India, Europe, and Washington, D.C. The U.S. Department of State, Department of Defense, and other federal entities have called the events Anomalous Health Incidents, <clears throat> AHI, which is also part of a sleep study. Doesn't make any sense. Mm. Of over 100,000 possible causes, the majority of U.S. investigative bodies only found a few dozen cases to be suspicious. <laughs> and don't worry about it. Uh, once the story in Havana became public, various U.S. government representatives attributed the incidents to, incidents to attacks by unidentified foreign actors. Mm-hmm. And various U.S. officials blamed the reported, reported like symptoms. Like Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cumberbatch <laughs> on a variety of stupid. unidentified and unknown technologies, including ultrasound and microwave weapons. Mm. So the possibilities such as pesticides and other toxins were also raised, but mm. all suggest, suggested causes were speculative as no undisputed evidence ha- was discovered. As the story developed, the U.S. intelligence services could not determine the cause of the symptoms. Intelligence and government officials expressed suspicion to the press that Russia military intelligence was responsible. Of course. Who knows? Probably Russians. Mm-hmm. And then Russia's like, it probably avalanche. <laughs> it's probably avalanche. Yeah, it wasn't us. Have you considered avalanche? Huh? E- ice rubbing together. <laughs> <laughs> it's a carbuncle, yeah? <laughs> 
Iceberg friction. Water cave collapse. Many things. Havana Unana. Um, but due to the lack of evidence, mm. pattern of reports, and spread of numerous locations, some scientists promote the al- alter- alternate hypothesis of mass psychogenic illness Heck as yeah. the true cause of the cases. Okay. Interesting. Just, you got a psych problem. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Yeah. yeah, you want to hear what this sounds like? Oh, yeah, you do have I it. I do have it, but Listen. Uh, here we go. Man, it's so hot, I can't even hear it. Oh, I don't like it. I can't even hear it. Can't you? I heard it on my phone. You really can't hear it? You got you can't hear anything. <laughs> oh, there it is. I couldn't hear it at first. Yeah, I heard it now. Oh, I hope they, you guys they don't they get did, sick. They did claim or they did think it was um crickets or like it's just a bunch of crickets. Yeah, I could see that. It kind of does sound like that yeah. a little bit, right? Yeah. So um yeah, so that's that one's that's irritating. Pretty I would probably dude. make me sick. Yeah. Oh gosh, so much. This one we've actually talked about before. The buzzer. Oh yeah. The buzzer we did. station, also known as UVB seventy six. It's a mysterious shortwave radio station that has intrigued listeners right. since the late nineteen seventies. Operating on the frequency forty six twenty five kilohertz, the station broadcasts a repetitive buzzing sound punctuated by the occasional voice transmissions in Russian. The purpose and origin of the station remain unclear, giving rise to numerous speculations and conspiracy theories, although some believe it's a communications link for the Russian military or a coded espionage channel, while others suggest it serves as a dead man switch or a method for monitoring the integrity of a communications network. The buzzer station has become a symbol of Cold War era intrigue and continues to captivate the interest of radio enthusiasts and conspiracy theorists alike. Um, so does it still occur? It does, and so look creepy. how cool this is. It's still broadcasting live, and I found a station on YouTube that just broadcasts it straight no live. Kidding. So we're gonna go to exactly what you're hearing on the buzzer station live right now. Here it is. This is live from the buzzer. Wow, station. that's crazy! Isn't that nuts? So this thing has just been going for decades. And sometimes you'll hear some Russian mm-hmm. background talking. So that's it. Man, that's crazy. There's a live mm-hmm. listen to it, huh? Yeah, you can find it. You just search on YouTube, UVB-76 slash The Buzzer. Live. That's crazy. And it's the SWL channel on YouTube if you want to go check it out. But you can just listen to it live all day long if you want. <laughs> just put it in your office as you're doing your work. Um, what do you listen to? It's just the buzzer station. You know what I mean? That's pretty cool. I know. I thought that was actually pretty cool, I too. I had no so idea that it was still We have talked going. about that one before. I just thought it was super interesting. But you know what else is super interesting? The mission of Off the Grid Surplus. Their mission is to inspire greater connection through adventure, and they do that by creating extremely functional and everyday wearable products for a great price to take you off the grid. How do they do it? Well, they simplify your clothing options so that you only need one piece of clothing instead of three or four. They combine the best features from outdoor, workwear, and tactical into one everyday wearable package. The stuff is fantastic, and if you go to their site, off 
offthegridsurplus.com and you use our promo code CASUALPREPPERS15, you're going to get 15% off your entire order. And that is a deal that doesn't come along very often. No. So, great clothing. Great stuff. So go check it out. That is offthegridsurplus.com. Use our code CASUALPREPPERS15. Sweet. Yeah. So I don't know. Any of these sounds real? Does this sound real? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think most of it's real, but it could just be like random Just interference, stuff, right? like kind of like artifacts sometimes. Yeah, artifacts, that They're like, yeah. what is this? But mm-hmm. there is one explanation that um, I, I've wanted to do an episode on just this anyway. Sure. But so pareidolia mm. is the tendency for perception to impose a meaningful interpretation on a nebulous stimulus, mm-hmm. usually visual, so that one sees an object pattern or meaning where there is none. It is a type of... Apophonia. This is like something that humans do really well. Yeah. So he's like, that looks like Abraham Lincoln in my mm-hmm. chips. Yeah. So For we sure. do this, or there's a lot of those. The Virgin Mars, Mary the, is in my toast. Yeah. Yeah. That the kind of Mars, stuff. um, like there's a face in the sand. Like, yeah. We we do that. It's Man just in a the natural moon. thing. But there are auditory forms of this. Mm-hmm. So in 1971, uh, Konstantin's Raudive mm. wrote breakthrough. De- wrote breakthrough detailing what he believed was the discovery of electronic voice phenomena. Yeah. EVP. Mm-hmm. Um, it, has been, it has been described as auditory pareidolia. Um, allegations of backmasking in popular music, music in which a listener claims a message has been recorded backwards mm-hmm. um, onto a track meant to be played forward. He also has been, uh, have also been described as auditory pareidolia. In 1995, the psychologist Diana Deutz, Deutz. Deutz um, invented an algorithm for producing phantom words and phrases with the sounds coming from two stereo loudspeakers, one to the listener's left and the other to his right. That would freak me out. Yeah. Producing a phase offset in time between the speakers. Often, uh, after listening for a while, phantom words and phrases suddenly emerge, mm-hmm. and these often appear to reflect what is on the listener's mind. And a lot of people, like, mm-hmm. that's what, like, ghosts and, like, listening to radio stations that just... Yep. There's like, what is that black, like that box that they use to just, it just sends yeah. out words, but they're mm-hmm. like, there's a ghost saying this. You could pick out anything from that. It, so, it, or it's a form like, of pareidolia. It, it, I th- is that similar to like when you, you see these things on on uh, social media where they say, okay, listen to it. It's going to say green something. And yes, then you listen that to the same crazy. thing And it shows a different word and you hear the word and it's- That one blows my mind. That is so crazy. Because it's like green siren. Yeah. And then it's like- I can't remember the other one. Then it's like picnic baby or something. (laughs) And then like every time you see it, like you really hear it, but you know it's the exact same sound. Yeah. (laughs) Holy crap. There's a song that somebody does- the the they play the real song but mm-hmm. then they pretend like they have a lisp with it. Have oh, you really? seen that one? No, I have not. Uh, I can't remember. It's like it's one of uh anyways. That one's pretty funny because all I can hear now is that lisp in yeah. the song and it's not even there. That's crazy. Cool man. stuff though. Yeah. So there's That's, part of that and there's mm-hmm. part of like mystery. I like the yeah, to just, think there's probably some creatures we've never discovered in the ocean. Yeah. Oh, there has to be. Has to be. There has to be. But I do love this stuff where it's just kind of like a little bit of mystery sprinkled like this, into your the sounds, everyday life. The sounds sink deep, man. They're creepy. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, today's podcast is brought to you by Tack Pack, the only monthly tactical subscription box with useful professional grade stuff inside. Use our code Casual Preppers, and you're going to get a free seventy dollars machine made part from Next Level Armament. That's great, especially if you love 
AR-15s. My, hey, if you're going to get one for Christmas, oh, gosh, add a freaking yeah. subscription to it. You got to. Um, we do have the latest BattleBox, Mission 106. Let's take a look at it because there's good stuff in it. Actually, this first item I think is my favorite. Um, I'm going to put it in my bug out bag because I think it's super useful. The Eco Vessels Vanderveer reusable stainless <laughs> steel utensil set. Yeah, it looks sweet. It's like a dark steel. Yeah, and it had and it's just like in a zip pack pouch, which is like super nice. Um, because I usually just have like a spork. Like yeah, don't get around. me wrong; those are nice, but yeah. nothing beats like a full set of silverware. Yeah, and it's dude. all nice and tidy. And it has and like it a nice has straw, a cleaning brush, a cleaning for brush straw. for your straw. So that is really cool. So I, I'm actually that is really cool. excited about I haven't that. Seen anything like that? Nope. And then we have the ride on trek two person meal, the chicken Alfredo. Um, or it's one person if you're fat ass enough. <laughs> So, but look how many calories are in that bad boy. <laughs> I'll eat it all. I eat the whole thing. I'll like, buy one for my How own. many calories does it say is in that whole package? There are uh, 10, yeah, a thousand and thirty. calories, right? Yeah, so that, that'd last you a whole day in the apocalypse. That's nice. It's pretty light, too, for yeah, that. pretty sweet. Then we have the Rev3 Mar Maritax signal mirror. Um, this is like super... Uh, nice signal mirror. It's not here, just right? like a broken piece Gotta of glass. Be yep. Then we have the Mimetic Bleed Stopper Med Pack. Seriously, can't have enough of these. No. They're nice to spread between all of your other kits and stuff, too. Mm -hmm. Throw them in a car. It's already ready to go. I know. Then we have, in the Pro Box, we have the Rocket Gator Mammoth Series 60 liter waterproof duffel. That's pretty cool. I love a duffel. It's a duffel bag. Duffel bag and push stuff in it and it keeps it clean. <laughs> And then for the Pro Plus Knife of the Month, we have the Civivi Fixed Blade Elementum. Man, nice. I like their stuff. Civivi's like all great, of their blades have been yeah. some of my favorite. It's favorites. a really nice size. It's not too big, not too small, right there in a in a Goldilocks zone. Yeah, you know? That looks nice. Yeah. I won't say anything about that. No, but it's nice, right? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's good stuff. Fixed blade. Yeah, so uh, use our code Casual Preppers. You're gonna get a free knife with your first box. That's pretty dang cool. Pretty easy. Uh, guys, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate you. Appreciate the heck at you. Okay? We love Seriously. you. Seriously. Um, keep on listening. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast, to all our social channels. Yeah. Um, Give the gift of casual preppers to your friend. They all need it in their lives. It's a good time. It's the time for giving. <laughs> exactly. Save and, a life. And if you guys hear weird sounds, let us know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you get a little weird. record and send it get over. Get a record, send it over. Maybe we'll share it. <laughs> We should do that. We should do we like should. a post where we Any should. weird sound yeah. that you can find, send it. And then all of our listeners will see if they can identify it. Yeah, we can just take guesses. on, And it's all going to be just, just icebergs <laughs> rubbing together. Man, I like that. That'd be fun. That would be a good time, wouldn't it? There's going to be some weird sounds, I'll tell you that. <laughs> know, some yeah. creepy stuff. Someone's going to actually get some ice and rub it together and record it probably. Yeah. You know, that'd be good. We know that one. No. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Uh, stay survived.